welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on the dangers and causes or reasons of hatred. And uh, I want to just cap off what we've been talking about and really understanding hatred and getting to the roots of it. And then we're going to move right into the dangers of it. And then I'm hoping to offer you some solutions, not only for yourself, but maybe for others who are caught up in it. Because unfortunately, hatred, just like any other emotional state that is repeated over and over again, can be very addictive. Negativity is is addictive. Um, You know, obviously drugs is addictive. Pornography is addictive. These are, uh, some of these are more chemically induced, but some of them are behaviorally induced. But um, the addiction is real, and uh, and unfortunately, it can spiral out of control very quickly. So I want to go ahead and cap this off today in terms of um, you know some more information. I think is really important for you to understand about hatred and uh, and its causes, and then we're going to jump into the uh, the dangers. So um, studies on hatred suggest that if it's allowed to persist, in other words, if you're continuing to entertain it, to uh, fixate on it, which we've talked about, um, grow those neural networks and then and then compound those neural networks into bigger networks and continue to, to send all of our 400 billion actions per second of electrical energy to those networks, strengthening them and strengthening them. And, and again, your brain does not care whether what you're wiring in is positive or negative. You're going to grow neural pathways with every thought. That's just how the brain works. That's how we maintain long-term memories and skills and and, and things that we've learned throughout life. And, and now much of it we do just subconsciously. In fact, 90% of your brain operates out of the subconscious. So things that we repeat over and over and we just learn how to behave that way, think that way, act that way, you know, brush your teeth, put your deodorant on, turn on a certain corner to get home. You know, we just do this on autopilot. And so hatred is not any different than that. It, it operates with the same um, danger in terms of how far it can go. And so prolonged hatred can lead to a desire for revenge, and I've seen it happen. I've got a, a dear friend of mine who I knew for 20 years. 20 years. I mean, we lived on the same street together. Knew him extremely well. Good guy. I mean, super. You would never think anything bad about him. He's a family man, you know, super fun to hang out with. Anyway, he had built up so much hatred in his heart about something specific. And I'm not going to get real down to the detail here because I don't want to expose him in any way. I care about him. Um, but because he had built up and built up and built up so much hatred by listening to, it was the news that he was listening to again and again and again, he went out and did an act that, that made him lose seven years of his life in the federal penitentiary. And so this is what happens to us. Okay. I also, my father, and I'll mention it, my father, he listened to the news so much. It made him so filled with hate that it, it, it ate him up with cancer and he died earlier than he should have. 
and and this is the you know we're going to be getting into more of the dangers and help you really understand you know what you're doing to yourself internally and, and in my father's case that was the truth and and even in the case of my friend um but but the thing we need to realize is that you know when we we continue to to prolong it um uh, you know we end up again wanting to take revenge or preemptive action against what we are perceiving as a threat, even if it's only in our imagination or only something we built up in our minds. And then others can become energized by that hate and express their feelings. And, and now, you know, you start to hang around, you know, as the old saying goes, a birds that, you know, uh, birds of a feather flock together. So now you're going to look for other people that hate the same cause that you hate or the same people that you hate or the same things that you hate. And you're all going to just kind of gravitate to each other and then your energy is going to feed on one another and you're going to build these groups that are just going to propel this and continue to antagonize it and and, and strengthen it to, to an even greater level. Now, this is what's really happening in society today. I mean, let's be honest. We've got, you know, groups up here, got this group over here and that group and that group and that, and they're all hating on each other. And it's just, they're just building and building and building and building and all these protests that are going on. And I'm not like speaking against any specific group or any specific protest or any specific cause. That's not my point here at all. I'm really talking about your health and wellness mentally, physically, psychologically, and physiologically. That's what I'm getting at with this talk today, okay? So no bias in any direction here. Uh, but, but what happens now is as this is built on and built on and built on, it leads to dehumanization, and now we don't start seeing people as people. It's the act of seeing people as inferior, uncivilized, or less human than us. And dehumanization research suggests that when people see others as less than human, the empathy centers in the brain deactivate entirely. So that's why you see people that can be so cold-hearted as to do things that are unthinkable. Because what they've done is they've literally shifted the, 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 the chemistry in their brain. They've shifted uh, how their brain is designed to function. They've lost all sense of empathy. And now they're willing to commit mass violence, cruelty, hate crimes. And they're okay to rationalize it uh, be, because you know they've built this up to a point that they truly believe that what they're doing is right and good. And, uh, I mean, if they were even able to take say i don't know 30 minutes or an hour and pull themselves out of that situation chemically psychologically uh, getting away from all of the shifts and changes they've created internally just for that long and take a good objective look they might decide to do something different okay and uh, a lot of the times there's some specific things that can trigger that opportunity and I want to talk about that later in this in this podcast series so I hope you'll stay with me because I do want to share that part of it I really believe it's effective I've had it I've seen it work I've experienced it in uh, much of the coaching and and uh, um, and working with people that I've done and I believe it can work uh, also in many and I'm not saying everybody but in many people that are stuck in this vicious downward spiral okay um, uh, so we begin to act like animals when we're, you know, reprogrammed in that way. Um, individuals who would typically balk at murdering another person might find it now easy to do it because they have slowly over time built this incredible neural network 
that has now dominated their thinking to where day and night, day and night, they can't get it off their minds until they lash out in some way. All right. So that's all I wanted to share today. Uh, I've got, I'm actually way out of time, over time. But we'll come back tomorrow and uh, shift into uh, more of the damages. This is Michelle Stuff. That's Reframe and Rewire. Thank you for joining me.